Hello everybody, it's Hawthorne. Welcome to my closet. Let's all make sure that we sit kind of tight so that way everyone can fit. There is plenty of room for everybody. So, as 2019 closes and 2020 approaches, I must say, I'm excited. Can we just pause for a minute? I know you see the title of this podcast and you're interested in what perhaps I have to say about 2020 and numerology and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, can we just pause for a minute? Can we just be excited for a second? Like, 20 freaking 20, okay? Like, can we just think about it how mind-blowing that is like when I was a kid watching sci-fi movies reading sci-fi books I love reading like fantasy and sci-fi and stuff growing up as a kid I would read about characters who lived in the year 2020 something you know 2020 2025 like what what can we And as a kid, growing up, reading these books, watching these, like, movies and cartoons and all that kind of stuff, like, like, freaking Back to the Future, dude. Do I have anybody in this audience that has seen Back to the Future? Like, all of them. All three of them. (laughs) Am I old, guys? Does that make me old? Anyways, like... It's just mind-blowing. 20 freaking 20. I don't know why, but growing up as a kid, it just seemed so far away, so off into the distance. Just so far removed and, like, low-key, I'm a little bit salty because it's about to be 2020, or when you're listening to this, it is 2020, and we don't have flying cars where is my robot butler (laughs) okay why can't I teleport to my best friend who lives you know halfway across the country like what's going on (laughs) Ah. anyways let's get into the real meat and potatoes of this podcast thank you for indulging me for a moment I appreciate that but let's get into the real right reason (laughs) why you guys clicked on this podcast and so if you haven't listened to my previous podcast which why the heck aren't because you know now I'm on a plethora of platforms I'm here on anchor stitcher spotify I'm still working on getting on iTunes. I'm sorry for all you Apple users. You have to download another app. Um, Still working on it. I'll get there eventually. But, I mean. But, you know, I'm on plenty, plenty, plenty of podcasting platforms. Choose one. But, in some of my other previous podcasts, I often talk about numerology. Because numerology is often is honestly one of the oldest 
like witchy topics that I've been interested in. And I mean like oldest as in this is something that I was even interested in when I considered myself very much like a devout Christian. Like numerology and numbers and how they correlate to us understanding the world around us is just something that has always fascinated me. Um, But anyways, don't click off of this podcast, but when you're done here, perhaps if you'd like, go back and look at my other podcast I did on tarot and numbers. Um, You might find that interesting. Anyway, let's get started because this might be a long one. You know, grab some snacks. I'll wait. You know, grab some snacks, grab some tea. It's still winter in the Northern Hemisphere, so grab some hot cocoa. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, Australia, grab some, you know, iced tea or soda. Um, And then let's dive in. So, numerology. I already basically told you the definition, but if you don't know, technically, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, numerology is a way to organize archetypal energies. It is a way to help us unpack said energy, its hidden meanings, and come to a deeper understanding of various aspects of life. So, 2020. With numerology, there's something that we often do. Numerology math. It's where we reduce larger numbers to its core, often single digit number. And it's very simple. Thank goodness with 2020, there's not a whole lot of math involved. You just drop the zeros. You got two plus two, that's four. Simple, easy, four. Four. What is the meaning of four in numerology, you might ask? So, simply, simply stated, four represents conscientiousness, responsibility, stability. And so in this podcast, we will be talking about moving from a year of three to year four, what a year of four means, what it can look like, what energies we may be dealing with, as well as some challenges that may be coming our way during this year of four. So if you're interested and this tickles your fancy, stay tuned. First, before we get into a year four, let's talk about what 2019 was. 2019 was a year of three. So you're probably thinking, Hawthorne, how do you get that? Because I see a whole lot of numbers and none of them are three. It's okay. It's okay. Relax. We got this. So like with 2020 or with any large number when you're working with reducing drop the zero so if you drop the zero in 2019 you have two one nine two one nine add those together one nine is ten i like to work with the numbers that add to ten first because it's easier for me one 
1 plus 9 is 10. So you have 10, then you have 2. Again, we drop zeros. Drop the zero on the 10. So now you're left with 2 plus 1. 2 plus 1 is 3. 2019 is a year 3. And 3 is about creativity. It's about essentially creativity, exploring creatively, creative expression. 3 may bring to mind if you grew up with a Christian background, the Trinity. It's about that creative flow of energy. And so when we are shifting from a very creative year, a very expanding, in a sense, year, exploration, I guess is a better word, year. We're moving from creativity and exploration to four, which is about stability. During the transition of this between three and four, we need to look at how we can take the creativity from three and use that to fuel the stability that we need to create in a year four. The stability, the conscientiousness, the responsibility that is required for a year of four. Taking this unbridled creative energy and channeling that in a more organized way into the year four. Four is focusing on shifting creative energy in a way that provides stability and structure in a year of four. This could look like a lot of different ways. Maybe using your creative passions and turning that into a source of income. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Taking your creative passions, your creative hobbies, your creative interests, and using that, channeling that into perhaps a source of income or how you can be more creative in your current job situation. Use that same create creative energy, that same inventive energy to better fuel and propel your current career forward if that's something that you're working on as it relates to tarot because i love the tarot four is in tarot is the emperor so if you have your tarot deck candy how about we take out the emperor card and any of the four suits so that'll be like your four wands four cups four pentacles four swords let's take those out and look at them anyways focusing back on the emperor as you all know the emperor is a card that suggests stability and security in life he is an authoritative figure in the deck he is the embodiment of that um of Sorry, he is the embodiment of masculine energy. He's on top of things. Everything is under his control. It is through his hard work and discipline, self-control, that he has gotten to where he is in many cases. He is very much in charge and in control of every aspect of his life. Rules, structure, he in his most honest and true form he is like the embodiment of a good leader of a good father figure you know his element is fire 
his ruling planet is Mars. That is the type of energy I believe that four can embody. Now, um, take a look at some of the other suits. We have four of wands, for example. Four of wands... Four of Wands, we see four people coming together. It looks like they're setting up for a party. They're celebrating. They're enjoying themselves. And here, to me, it shows that these four people, after a time of growth and expansion from the three, we are here at the four. And these people feel supported and secure in knowing that they are surrounded by those that care about their well-being. Four of Wands suggests that after you have spent all this time creating, all this time expanding, all this time growing, that you need to take the time to acknowledge your hard work. Give yourself the permission to take a small break before embarking on this next phase. And so I also think while typically, while this is kind of an atypical understanding of four in numerology, but I, in the tarot, Four can mean a time for pause, a time for celebration, especially when looking at this suit. And it's okay. Yes, four is about stability and structure and, you know, responsibility. But you can't have and live a complete balanced life if that's the only thing you focus on. You must also enjoy you know I feel that when we are when we have found that stability when we have set up our routines and everything in place it is okay to find comfort and relaxation and the stability and the structure that we have created for ourselves next suit we will look at is a suit of cups so if you look at the suit of cups this young man seems kind of pensive as if he's debating about what he is being offered yet i see here another aspect of four it is calling us to take time to consider what we have and if it is what we truly need to feel secure as I mentioned, four is about creating security, being responsible. And so, sometimes, at some point during this year, you may need to check in with yourself, check in with your surroundings, and see and consider if what current structures you have in place, what you currently are already doing, if that is really what's best for you. A lot of times people see the Four of Cups as someone who's dissatisfied with what they already have 
are dissatisfied with what they're being offered. However, I think that's only one way to view this card. I think this card, as I mentioned, could also mean that you just need to take the time to reconsider what's already there and what's being offered and think about the options you have laid out before you. Next brings us to the Four of Swords. And yeah, I'm typically not doing this in order, but it's okay. You love, it's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine. Four of Swords. In this card, this person is literally taking a nap. And most often times, we must remember that we require rest. After rampant creative flow of energy coming from that three, it is necessary to take care of yourself physically, requiring rest, as well as emotionally, spiritually. Sometimes it is required to take breaks. So when you're considering the structures that you have in place, what structures do you have in place for self-care? What structures do you have in place for your me time? Because that is just as important as, you know, being responsible and everything else that you have to do. I think that in order for us to truly feel stable, we must also have consistent self-care routines, whatever that looks like for you. You know, one of the things that I got into towards the end of this year is getting my nails done. I've never been a person to really go out and get my nails done, but... It is a self-care routine that I've started and that I enjoy. So find something that you enjoy, whether that's getting your nails done, going to the spa. Like, honestly, sometimes for me, the best self-care is sitting at home, drinking my favorite tea and reading a book, a favorite book of mine. You know, it doesn't have to be elaborate or expensive, your self-care routine. Even just taking a nap. Honestly, sometimes that's literally the best thing ever so in this year four don't forget self-care that's important lastly we have the four of pentacles a lot of people see this card as someone who is hanging on tight to money which he is or someone that's being greedy but i also see it as a need and a requirement for financial security Without a steady flow of income, without feeling secure financially, it is difficult to fuel your passions and what creative projects you want to work on. Unfortunately, life and living in this day and age requires money, and lots of it, it seems. And so, in order to continue your creative pursuits it is also important that we have a grip on our finances and that's just the honest truth and that is something that as I am slowly approaching 30 
that I'm starting to realize and understand the importance of to consider what areas in your life could use more structure, could use more protection, why perhaps you want to put these structures in place, and how might they help secure the lifestyle or the habits that you wish to uphold and embody during this year of four. So, you know, even though we don't always like doing it, we have to make time during this year of four to take a hard look at our finances. Where are where is our money going to? To what things is our money being diverted to? You can tell a lot about a person by what they choose to spend their money on. Are your monetary habits reflecting the type of person that you want to be or the type of person that you currently are? And if they don't align with who you want to be or who you currently are, think about putting the structures in place to change that. Okay. Enough money talk because that's never fun, but it must be done. Anyways, let's move on. Now that we've looked at four in tarot, four in astrology is often associated with cancer. The crab. Um, And I can go into the whole mythology about cancer and why it's a crab, but let's not (laughs) otherwise this podcast will be like three hours or something but anyways the crab if you think about it as an animal it has a hard external shell to protect what is inside its most vulnerable self for energy also serves to protect why are you putting these structures in place in essence To protect what you are working on, to protect what you have built, to help support whatever new habits and interests you may have. Four also protects. And it is important. And then, I guess, I don't really know what to call this next session. Um, but I guess we'll look at the pragmatism of four. So what is pragmatism in a philosophical sense? Philosophical sense. It is an approach that assesses the truth and the meaning of theories, beliefs in terms of successful, practical, applications as with numerology there are compound numbers that still add to four and it is important to note the further away we go from the number four the more diluted the energy is so i notice in learning more about the I Ching, the fourth gua is known as and i'm sorry if that pronunciation is wrong please i i don't know mandarin chinese um please correct me and i do not mean any disrespect to anybody 
Um, so please feel free to correct me if I said that wrong. And I'm so sorry about my mispronunciation. But anyways, in the each or in like other philosophies, I guess that's what we'll talk about. And other philosophical approaches. Um, this is just a summary, okay? But basically, Confucius speaks on this topic, warning that to abide where danger lurks is youthful folly. It is our sacred duty to correct. The fourth principle is known as the cultivated youth folly of our youth through education fourth is taking the energy and youthful exploration and cultivating that energy in a way that is less foolish basically basically um by educating ourselves by learning by studying ideas concepts and principles we can still use that creative youthful energy as we age but we want to use it and develop it in a way that is productive and helpful to us later on in life as i mentioned this is just like up a thorns a bridge version if you'd like to learn more copy of the eaching i can leave some recommended translations down below basically much like in numerology, the further we get away from four, the more diluted the energy is. Similarly with the I Ching hexagrams. 13, which I Ching represents lovers. The one, which hexagrams, they are all focused on material concerns. Whether that's wealth, power, prestige. Four reminds us, once again, to use our creative energy and apply it in a practical manner to manifest and grow these areas of our lives. The pragmatism of four is represented in various beliefs, though, you know, it varies a bit in a lot of Indian belief systems. Um... Abundance of four energy in one's chart can indicate that in this life, you are now asked to live by the sweat of your brow, learning valuable lessons often in the hard way in some cases. The importance of put represents attraction and 40 are all numbers that add to four. And if you know at each of these hard work and dedication and to achieve your goals, both spiritual and material. Another representation of putting in the work, putting in those structures, putting in those structures, those routines in place to kind of help fuel your creative energy and passion. Something to consider is that I've noticed at least in like the universe when spirit wants to present itself or an idea or concept to me as practical or stable there will often be the use of the number four somewhere so whether that's you know i'll see a certain idea or image for time and the number four or you know four items that represents that whatever this is is stable um to me i, I grew up christian 
for 20 plus years of my life so yes we need stability and structure and it is how we can help ourselves achieve the goals that we want to for this year however if you mess up one day that's okay you know but it's okay but in that moment recommit yourself recommit yourself to that thing recommit yourself remind yourself why you're doing this what you call it but it's it's like fabric it's like a harness on a horse's head that restricts its peripheral vision so basically it forces the horse to just look straight ahead and at nothing else nothing really to the left or the right without the horse having to turn its head and so basically we want to make sure that we're not so focused and so consumed we're creating stability and structure that we don't see anything else we don't see what else lies ahead remember also to not get caught up in your shortcomings while you're creating this stability and structure this is not a time for you to look at yourself in the previous year or yourself currently and think about all the times you messed up and really beat yourself up about that. I know I'm really good at that. I'm so good at that. I think it's important for us to remember to take the pressure off of ourselves and just move on and don't dwell on it. That's the thing. Don't dwell on it. Just, you know, expect that it might be mentioned every once in a while. But anyways, for example, in the Bible, it is said that God created four rivers in the Garden of Eden, flowing from the four corners of the world. There are four Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it is said on the fourth day in Genesis that God created day and night, the order of the universe and here even so in christianity you can see that four another thing to know in the bible before y'all start moaning and groaning okay is used here too to represent stability to represent structure as well so now that we've talked about four and various philosophical and religious ideas and concepts for numerology for entero what challenges can we expect during this year of four energy so i guess the biggest and one of the main ones is being too consumed with one's goals and creating stability You are so consumed that you are unable to see anything else. So don't allow your focus to become so narrow that you fail to realize your dangers ahead. Kind of like the idea of a horse with blinders on, you know. With anything, with a house or any structure, there must be some give and a foundation. You know, there must be some give and take. There must be some give and a foundation. Because if you have a foundation that is too rigid, too structured, um instead of shifting with the changing earth and winds it'll just crack eventually over time it'll just crack so allow yourself a little bit of grace a little bit of mercy be kind to yourself when creating these structures and putting them in place 
there's so much that I want to do so much that I want to get done and you know what they say now that I guess we've talked generally about for let's get personal shall we so all this talk of four all this talk of you know stability and structure and with us transitioning into a new year this talk is really for myself i'm talking to myself i am a total gemini and i've realized this past year i have embodied embodied my sun sign almost to a t i have so many interests i have so many ideas i have just so much going on all the time and i have this insatiable need to do all the things all the time um and so really i'm talking to myself I have failed myself in many ways this year. I have abandoned my structures and habits and routines. A jack of all trades as a master of none. And while I have enjoyed this year of three, I have enjoyed very much, for the most part, at least the second half of this year, I've enjoyed the expanding and the creative energies and just learning and growing and exploring i have loved it i love to learn while i've enjoyed all of that expanding my personal and spiritual knowledge i have realized that i need structure i require structure and finding a balance between structure and routine without stifling my creativity is going to be a tricky task for me take a moment to be honest and transparent you know and so this year for myself that's what I'll be exploring trying to set up trying to figure out the best routine for my life so that way I can do and see all the things that I would like to in the coming year so I need it in my life in order to be my best self In order to be able to accomplish and do the things that I want to do. You enforce yourself to stick to whatever structure you decide to put in place. Also, I'd like to get your opinion. What are your numerological... I always struggle to say that word. Am I the only one? Please tell me I'm not alone. But anyways, what are your numer numeral numeral what are your opinions on numerology and the meaning of four in numerology are there other religious thoughts ideas principles spiritual esoteric meanings to four i know i didn't cover them all but are there other ones that you find interesting You know, what other correspondences to four that you might have? How are you going to use this year of stability and structure? How are you going to, you know, put those structures and stability in place to better improve your life, whether that's spiritually or physically? As always, thank you. 
thank you so much for joining me here in my closet today. I hope you got something out of this podcast. And if you did, don't forget to like the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Why? Because it helps me and lets me know that you like what I'm putting out. How do you find the right balance? What works for you? Finding the right balance between structure that still allows that creative flow, that creative energy to move. So for you, I also want to make things that I know you'll be interested in listening to. So, like it. Leave a comment on the corresponding post on Instagram. It's there. It'll be up there. My link is in the little description box below this podcast. You know, even if you just want to pop over and say hi, that's cool too. I try to answer everyone's comments and answer everyone's messages. So until next time, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And more importantly, I hope that 2020 will be everything that you want it to be. I hope that 2020 will be just a year of new. It's a new decade. Not only a new year, but a new decade, people. We are officially in the future that we read about in the sci-fi books. Yes, I brought it full circle. (laughs) We are living in that time. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. Anywho, have a great day. Have a great rest of your week. It is evident in my life that I I need structure. I need routine. I loved going to school because you had that structure, because you had that routine.